Welcome to the Relatable Finance Podcast. Here are your hosts, Joseph Carl and Shane Phillips. Welcome to today's episode of Relatable Finance. Today's episode, along with all episodes, is brought to you by Provenance Wealth Advisors, a financial planning and investment firm headquartered in South Florida. Today, we're going to discuss something we talk about a lot, and that is thinking about the short-term versus the long-term. Whether it be short-term spending versus savings, thinking short-term in your career or a relationship, or something as important as your health. Weighing the costs and benefits of thinking short-term versus long-term can be incredibly important in all parts of life. Great topic, Shane. It's easy to get caught up in the short-term day-to-day minutiae, and there are certain things we may think about in the long-term, but sitting down and actually breaking down the two can be a helpful exercise and ultimately help you better frame decisions. So without further ado, let's get into it, Shane. Sounds good, Joe. And because this is relatable finance, we will focus on finance. But again, use this thinking in all parts of your life. And I'm fairly confident that there'll be some monetary benefit along the way as well. But for now, some finance. Why would I invest in anything outside of a six-month treasury or a short-term money market when they're earning four to four and a half percent? This is a discussion and a question we are going over a lot right now with our clients because of the current investment environment. 2022 was a tough year for all investments. Stocks and bonds were both down in the mid to upper teens. Cash was one of the few areas that was actually positive for 2022. But this is one year and it is different from historical experiences and thus been a major topic of discussion. Stocks, bonds, cash. Historically speaking, that order was also the same for return expectations. Highest expectation was for stock returns, then then bonds, and then lastly, cash. But many people changed their view of investing because of last year. As Shane said, 2022 was different, and the past has been different. But this change of thinking is what behavioral finance would call recency bias. And the simple thinking is this. Stocks and bonds did poorly. Cash did well. Recency bias tells me to invest in cash. And then add in the fact that it is yielding more than it has in a decade brings back to the question, why would I ever take any risk with investments like stocks or bonds when cash exists? It is a good question, Shane, to be asking. Broadly speaking, risk is taken with the expectation for greater return. The riskier an investment is, the more you are expected to return over the long term, not just one year. So let's look at that question. It really is what matters over the long term. So over the long term, stocks won't have a higher return than bonds every single year. And bonds won't return higher than cash every year. But our expectation and yours is likely that that will be the case over those longer timeframes. Let's look at the current environment. To start 2023, money markets were yielding north of 4% with short-term treasuries even higher, around 45 4.6%. Considering where we have been, that sounds amazing. Clients have either been in one of two camps. The first camp is, I have $1 million in a bank account that is paying 0.5%. Why so low? And I'll answer that one, Joe. It's an easy answer. And the answer is because banks are smart. And many people don't realize that there are better options out there. The other camp here is those yields and immediately thinks it is where they should invest their money. But that is recency bias. Again, 12 months ago, that same bond basically returned nothing. 
And as with everything, it isn't that simple. It is all relative. So why are treasuries or money markets paying over 4%? Well, because interest rates were raised. Why were they raised? Because inflation was 9%, then 8 then 7 So 0% interest rates with 2% inflation, you're going to be losing 2% in real terms. That was 12 to 18 months ago. Fast forward to today, you have a 4% interest rate with 7% inflation. Now you're losing 3% in real terms. It just seems different when in reality, it isn't all that different. Hopefully that sets the table for the current environment. Let's talk about how you should be thinking about investing money in the current environment. And it's hard to argue against 4.7% for six months. It's short term. There is uncertainty in the economy and world. Maybe it's not a bad idea to sit on the sidelines for a bit, but I could argue it might not be the best decision depending upon your time frame. If you need money for a down payment, let's say in six months, uh, take the treasury all day. Investing in your 401k, maybe you would rather take some risk that stocks outperform short-term bonds over the next 20, 30, or even 40 years, because stocks are likely your best bet to keep up with inflation long-term. But maybe the harder decision is where should I invest my money today if my time frame is somewhere in between? Short-term versus long-term, but what about the medium-term? And the answer is likely somewhere in between. Myself, personally, I currently hold more cash and money markets than I have in a long time because I might need some of that money shorter term and cash, if I am investing in a money market instead of the bank, is paying me 4.4%. So for me, it is a combination of the two. For most of our clients, the time frame is somewhere in between. And for them, another driver of portfolio allocation is what is needed or the expected rate of return needed to meet their goals. And for many clients who are looking for a return in, let's say, the 6% range, bonds now likely make more sense. For example, let's say 12 months ago, long-term expectations for bonds were 1% in stocks. Usually, we use a 9% rate of return as if that's what they were done long-term. If you need to earn 6% on average, you need to hold around 60 to 70% in stocks. But what about now when bond returns more around 4% and stocks are still expected to return 9% long term? Now you only need 40 to 50% of stocks to have that same 6% average return. Lower allocation equities, your portfolio volatility is also likely to come down and you still meet your return with less risk. So if you haven't changed your portfolio in the last 12 to 18 months, you probably should have. And please give us a call to discuss. The investment environment has changed dramatically and your portfolio or financial plan 18 months ago might not still be the best for you. This is a big area where provenance provides value to our clients, balancing investing with goals and tying everything to a financial plan. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Relatable Finance. If you have any questions, please email us at podcast at or check out our website, relatablefinancepodcast.com. Provenance Wealth Advisors is not a registered broker-dealer and is independent of Raymond James Financial Services, Inc. Securities are offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services are offered through Provenance Wealth Advisors and Raymond James Financial Services Advisors, Inc. Any opinions are those of Relatable Finance Podcast and PWA and not necessarily those of Raymond James. The information contained in this report does not purport to be a complete description of the securities, markets, or developments referred to in this material. 
There is no assurance that any of the trends mentioned will continue or forecasts will occur. The information has been obtained from sources considered to be reliable, but Raymond James does not guarantee that the foregoing material is accurate or complete. Any information is not a complete summary or statement of all available data necessary for making an investment decision and does not constitute a recommendation. Investment involves risk and you may incur a profit or loss regardless of strategy selected. Diversification and asset allocation do not ensure a profit or protect against a loss. Investing involves risk and investors may incur a profit or loss. Raymond James does not provide tax or legal services. Please discuss these matters with the appropriate professional. Past performance does not guarantee future results. Future investment performance cannot be guaranteed and investment yields will fluctuate with market conditions. Any examples given in the podcast are for illustration purposes only. Actual investor results will vary.